This week's episode of the Sports Lodge is brought to you by assaulting people on national television. It's fun. And now it's time for the Sports Lodge. Whap! <laughs> <laughs> Herb actually slapped somebody for that read. Sounded like a real slap he did. Sounded like he did, yeah. Yeah. He slapped our PA, um, Nathaniel. But did he slap him in the face or on the tuchus? Because that's usually where Herb likes to slap. (laughs) (laughs) He slapped me plenty of times on both cheeks. Yeah. I'm not sure. I didn't get a good look, but, um, you know, that's part of how we do things around here. You got to be, he's allowed to hit like in, um, I think you should leave. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Herb's allowed to hit at that <laughs> price point. Yeah. It's part of the deal. They can't <laughs> hit. <laughs> also Herb's from a different era. Um, yeah. That's what he says. And uh, that's what they used to do back then. So, and try to stop yeah. him. Try to stop from slapping you. Good luck. Yeah. That's asking for more slaps. <laughs> exactly. You'll just slap harder. Yeah. Um, speaking of slaps, boy, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but there is a pretty big slap on, at, on Oscar night. Wait, what? Like the TV show, the slap? Yeah, yeah. Like the TV show, That must show, be what slap. you're talking about. You're clearly talking about the TV show, The Slap, the number one yeah. hit in Australia, United States, all over the world. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think it was sort of an homage to that show, The Slap. But uh, yeah, on my birthday, um, you know, I don't have to tell you the whole, the whole story. We all know it by now, but Will Smith got his little hiney out of his chair and slapped comedian Chris Rock. Right in yeah. the kisser for making uh, a dad making a joke. joke. <laughs> yeah, for making a really lame joke. Lame joke referencing a movie from 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Which yeah. I had forgotten was even a thing. Uh, and it just shows how far we've come because for those of you that don't know, G.I. Jane... Uh, movie where Demi Moore like joins the Navy SEALs or something and it's like a woman um, but that was like the thing it was like a wo- Demi Moore yeah. shaved her head what? that was like <laughs> the controversy of the time yeah what a different time that was that was edgy back in the 90s to have your head shaved yeah yeah, yeah. That that the drill sergeant was like, "You are the hottest private I've ever had to drill." <laughs> this is edgy, and I'm edging this whole time. <laughs> you maggot! Have you, you guys, have either of you guys ever seen GI Jane? Yeah, I have. I haven't seen it. Not for it... like decades, but I've seen it. Do you remember? Can you t- um, testify to its quality? Is it good? Uh 
I don't remember. I don't remember hating it. Um, I think like the movie basically is if like a quick breakdown is like woman wants to join army, army or seals or whatever, special forces. They say no. She gets in somehow. Then it's just like a montage for an hour of her getting her ass kicked and training and or whatever. And then there's like a mission or something or, or they run like a fake mission and she's like saves the day and everything's okay. So it it's just sounds... like, you know, to classic nineties, just like military stuff. Yeah. It sounds like it, it could be a good movie, but I feel like the title GI Jane sort of cheapens mm-hmm. like I, I've never even seen it. So I don't know how serious it is, but like, you're trying it's, to make a movie about like a woman trying to be join the special forces, but then you call it GI Jane. You're kind of telling people like, don't take it too seriously. It's it's a Ridley Scott movie, so it takes itself oh. extremely seriously. <laughs> um, it's not like great, but it's also not the worst thing I've seen. But if you're gonna watch a Demi Moore movie, like there's better. Mm-hmm. Or a Vigo Mortensen movie because he's in it too. There's like better. So love, love I'm a fan of both. You know? Yeah, for sure. Love Demi, love Vigo. Sure. So maybe I'll check. Maybe I'll add it to my list. She was nominated apparently, or uh, she won the Razzie Award for this oh, movie. That's, that's yeah, that's not good. Oh. Yeah. That's a, that's an insult. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, not what you want. Well, it didn't do well at the box office. I um, well, I I want to. I wonder. Okay, so I'm gonna check that movie out. But I wonder if you guys have any takes on the slap from two nights ago, because as as you may have seen, if you scroll the internet at all, this is produced, in my opinion the worst takes of all time. (laughs) I think I've seen some, like, I have never, um, like the internet's full of bad takes. It's it's inspired our modern take culture. And I think that this this incident, um, it's another level. I think it might've broken the take culture. Well, that said, do you have any takes? My first take is that if it did break take, if it did break take culture, uh, I'm warming up break here take. as an actor. Break uh, take, break take. <laughs> uh, if that did happen, that's good. Um, <laughs> uh, my take is we were talking a little bit before off mic. I'm glad it happened in the sense that it's the most interesting thing that's ever come out of the Oscars ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause when we started talking off mic, I admitted, and I will admit now, I genuinely did not know that the Oscars were happening uh, and I missed them. And this is, this is how far removed I'm from the Oscars while they were happening. And this was going down and the best movies of 2021 are being celebrated. I was once again, watching another Jackie Chan movie. <laughs> enjoying Hell myself yeah. like that. 1988's Police Story 2 uh, with some of the best fight scenes ever. Um, Oh, yeah. But anyway, that's how far removed I am. So it's the most interesting Oscar thing that I can remember recent for myself. 
um, Chris Rock. He might be like Homer Simpson and have a fucking iron chin because uh, yeah, he took yeah, it he, like a champ. He took that slap well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, it was a it was a dated joke to me. I'll, let me ask you guys: Do you think it was off the cuff, or do you think that was it a was. pre-written joke? According to the Academy, it was off the cuff. Okay, which makes to, sense. Yeah. It seemed like it was off the cuff. And that's also like, I mean, not that they write great jokes for that show, but it was a bad joke. Mm-hmm. So if like if somebody wrote that, it's like that's really dumb. But um, so yeah, it was off the cuff, which tells me that I don't think I, I assume he didn't know about her alopecia, which also I'm sure it's having alopecia is a very difficult experience and stressful for people. But going back to what Kevin's point about the takes, people are talking about alopecia, this rich woman with alopecia as if she suffered some of the greatest tragedy one can suffer in life. You know, I'm like, all right, let's dial it back a tad on that, guys. I'm going to turn up the heat there and also say, I don't really think she has alopecia. Now, I'm not a doctor. I don't know how alopecia manifests but i do know some people who've had it who have it and those people like don't have a hair on their body um mm-hmm. i mean i think she su- suffers from some kind of hair loss but also th- these are hollywood actors they're trained liars <laughs> so yeah. like i wouldn't <laughs> put it past her or anyone in that room to like uh, yeah i have this medical when it's really just like my hair's thinning um yeah because and and also you know it's it's not like she's been bald or have like a shaved head for years and she's a beautiful woman it's a good look for her like yeah no yeah my thing with it too is like with her it's similar right with like having any kind of sympathy for like kim kardashian and kanye west it's like if you like because Jada Pinkett puts everything out in public. Right. If you put everything out in public, like, I don't know, man, you're kind of yeah. setting yourself up for stuff. So uh, it's not, it, if she was like literally in chemotherapy and he made that joke, yeah, I'd be like, right. all right, maybe that's kind of fucked up. She's going to die in a week, but right. it's like a non-life threatening thing. And yeah, if and I really, know he's it, made jokes about her in the past, but like I don't know, it just was so corny. <laughs> it's corny, yeah. It was, and it was I love very... Chris Rock so much. Like Chris Rock yeah. is one of my all-time favorite comedians. Like I've always loved him since I was like a little kid and first discovered Bigger and Blacker and Bring the Pain. He's one of the greats. Yeah, but that was one of the corniest jokes ever told. <laughs> It he was just a- farted that out in the moment. He was he was just like, I don't know, she's bald. How about G.I. Jane too? You know, like, a reference no one will get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, and if you're really like that crazy sensitive, it's like you could just like you're friggin' Hollywood royalty. You can probably get some kind of wig situation. Like there are probably plenty of women or people that had wigs or hair uh like extensions or whatever um you know i don't know yeah like it's it's such a tame joke it's like you don't need to be offended by that i don't think but 
Yeah. Hey, MP different. Whatever. It's like she can be offended, whatever, and Will can be offended eventually after like laughing at it the way we've seen it did initially. (laughs) But you know, he just handled it wrong, in my opinion. Um, and that happens. Like we handle things, you know, we kind of make poor decisions sometimes. It's not that big a deal. There's way worse things happening in life. Not sure if uh people on the internet know about that, but uh, of course it, but it's it, entertainment you know it's more entertaining than the show that is true it was uh i i did have the show on and i caught that it was on mute because i had i placed a bet on the on this is not a sponsor but free ad for DraftKings because you could bet on who would win best picture so and the odds were crazy for mm-hmm. um nightmare alley rightfully so because it wasn't even in contention but um i put down five dollars because i i liked that movie so i was like well if it wins i'll win two thousand dollars or it was like 200 so i was like why not and then you know it wasn't even close but uh that's why i had it on a mute and then the whole fallout was like geez louise so not to get us off on a tangent too much uh it's sort of semi-related I, and i know i could look this up but we're gonna do this here real quick like again i am so removed from all of this stuff uh what was even the best picture nominees like i know coda one which is like that apple movie i guess <laughs> yeah i've heard of it but it's what, an what apple else? movie about a um I, I didn't see it but it's about a fishing family in, in gloucester massachusetts and the parents yeah. are are deaf. Um, yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy's booing deaf people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then deaf movie. Uh, let's see. There was. I'm not because you it said up, Nightmare but, Alley wasn't nominated. I no, would have was. It was nominated, but it, oh. it just was it, like. I don't think it was, it was an extreme long shot. Got it. Extreme long shot. It's a remake of like a 1930s movie starring Bradley Cooper. Good yeah. movie. Check right. it out. I, I've it got looks cool, del Toro. It looks cool. Which um, we got. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Kev. No, Jimmy, you're looking at it. So you. So you we go. got some movie called Drive My Car. <laughs> never heard um, of it. Never heard of it. Dude, where's my car? I have heard of. So yeah. Now that dominate that. <laughs> they got good. snubbed back in '99 or whenever the fuck that was. <laughs> um, um, you've got Don't Look Up. No, what, saw that. that movie was okay at the very best, in my opinion. Yeah, that movie was. I, I, I think that's generous. Yeah, it is. I'm trying to be a little nice, but yeah, it, it had its moments, but it's not good. It was okay. a bad movie. <laughs> uh, we got Dune. Ah, didn't, didn't see it, but I didn't see didn't it, and see I it. and the people that saw it, uh, I was told couldn't hear it, so that's cool because everything's a whisper in that movie. Uh, okay um we got belfast the kenneth branagh directed film saw it um i enjoyed it even though as a catholic um i was offended by it being a movie portraying a protestant northern irish family sympathetically they should all no they should stop but, uh, but it was that was a, that was a good it was like it's a good movie Okay. It's a nice, nice little movie. Sure. Um, 
Then we have Licorice Pizza. Okay. P.T. Anderson film. Yep. I've heard of that. Um, I didn't see it. Heard of it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. All I know is that it's not P.T. Anderson's best is what everyone says. So. Yeah. Um, We've got The Power of the Dog, which is a Western from what I've seen people being upset about online. Yeah, this upset uh, that it's a Western as well. Yeah. This isn't, it's not Shannon it, Tatum's movie, right? No. Okay. Um, no, it's bad. different. That's this is, uh, I heard it was boring. That's all I heard. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm more of a temple of the dog guy myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Me too, brother. <laughs> West more of a Street. dog the bounty hunter guy you know what I mean? hell yeah <laughs> um west side story okay heard west of side it story why i yeah. don't know um, i started that movie and that was my biggest question going in and then it wasn't answered and so i turned it off because it's like why it's, would you why do you, why do we need to remake that yeah it's cool that movies that have already won academy awards get to be up for them again that's insane i will yeah. say that one takeaway from it um, in the first like 15 minutes is there's some exposition from the officer Krupke character because uh-huh. he's talking to the Jets you know it's like the white guy gang and he's like in such a cheesy monologue he's like all your all your fam all the other whites from this neighborhood move to the suburbs but you're still here Irish Italian Jew the last that I can't win Caucasians Mm. and so yeah that's like a line in that movie sounds sounds really good also jewish people (laughs) get offended when you call them white they try to be their own thing so same with um irish people yeah and (laughs) and italians Italians. (laughs) still 1890 in my book Um, (laughs) um and then lastly king richard Yes. The Serena and Venus Williams film um, with Will Smith. Didn't, uh, didn't so see it. So that's it. Those are your best picture nominees. Okay. I've heard of a few of them and I've only seen one and I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have not seen any of those, but I do want to see Nightmare Alley because that seems cool. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, because I, I, uh, I saw. Because Guillermo del Toro won Best Director, Best Picture for that Shape of Water, I mm-hmm. think, which I thought was like not good. <laughs> or it was like, like I thought this was a much better movie, but there was no buzz around it. I don't really know why. Yeah, people don't like noirs anymore. Yeah. Well, anyway, but yeah, that just goes to show you um, these these awards are necessary and relevant yeah because like i don't know if if i had to nominate a movie from last year that wasn't nominated that should have won i would probably say bad trip by eric andre because holy fuck that movie is nuts (laughs) they should at least and that's real that's good acting man like he's having to act to real yeah. people and fool them that's good acting just like um, sasha baron cohen should always win for borat yeah and uh that yeah that movie the the scene if that was nominated the scene where he gets assaulted by a gorilla would have to be the yeah. scene they use in the oscars either um, that or the opening scene where he's vacuuming the cars <laughs> just to keep I, showing that over and over again okay <laughs> 
been a while since I saw it, but yeah. He gets all um, his clothes vacuumed in by the vacuum and is naked. Right. Yeah. That's what I thought. I couldn't yeah. remember. It's a lot. He's <laughs> naked and everything. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this um because the Oscars had had their lowest ratings ever last year by a lot. So you know, some conspiracy theorists say this was a staged event to get people talking. That's me, baby. I think I it's mean, a little I, bit of a work. I I like that theory. And I think there's like some evidence that could that suggests that, but there's also some evidence that makes me think it's not. I don't know. I don't know what to think. Because Chris Rock seems so genuinely rattled. Yeah. And he's not a real he's not a good actor. So like he, he was like, he seemed thrown off. So I don't, I just don't know. Yeah. I'm a little, I mean, I, I do lean on the side. It's real. My initial thought was that it was fake. Cause it was like, yeah, the ratings fucking mm-hmm. the gritty fresh Prince of Bel-Air just came out, you know, mm-hmm. um, who knows, you know, no one has seen these movies. <laughs> so it might get people to watch them. Chris Rock, I saw today, was reported uh, his tour ticket sales are through the roof. They were having trouble selling. Now they're through the roof for his summer tour. Uh, You know, all coincidences, all things that just happen in life. But I don't know. Maybe. You're not the only person I know on the conspiracy theory bus. I see the that side of it. But yeah, the actual event of it seemed... I just don't, I don't think he's a good, he's a great comedian, not a good actor. And I think if that was all staged, pretty incredible acting job. And what really sold it yeah. for me was, was Will Smith's, uh, I think we were talking before about how he was like on the verge of tears after like yelling at mm-hmm. Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. He's just, he seems like an, um, a very stable individual. <laughs> Well, it seems like he's had a rough last couple of years because um, it just seems like there's a lot of stuff has come out about his marriage over the last few years. And uh, yeah, he's just, I don't know. People are just, he, he's easy to dunk on. You know? Yeah. He's definitely become he's just, that. He, yeah. Yeah. Cause he's always been like kind of a cheesy guy a little bit and the older he's gotten like he's kind of the cheesier he's become i feel like so i don't yeah, know yeah it's kind like, of an easy target like that shtick worked in the 90s because it was like gangster rap was becoming a thing but he was rapping like goofy parents parents yeah. don't understand and like fresh prince kind of stuff so he's always been on the cheesy end yeah um and but he's a great entertainer. I like, love Will Smith. I think he's great. Yeah. Extremely charismatic. And like, I watched like every episode of Fresh Prince when I was a kid. Like, oh, yeah. It was a good, it was a good like family sitcom or whatever. Um, but yeah, now he's like old and he's, he's got this weird open marriage and it just seems like he's, he's, he's got- taking a lot of L's these days, yeah. as the kids would say. And speaking of kids, he's got those weird kids that are just kind of being weird all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Well, like he clearly has a massive ego, and I think 
Jada does too. They're just weird Hollywood people and they have this weird Hollywood lifestyle um, that people have sort of been making fun of them for the last couple of years. So I think he just snapped. Mm. He's tired of being a punching bag a little bit. And yeah, and Rock That's has made guess. and Rock has made jokes about Jada and Will at the Oscars in the past. So I imagine he had uh, filed that in the back of his mind mm-hmm. as well. Um, that said, when you get roasted, it's like it's roast one hundred and one that your best bet is to just smile and right. Nod. Well, yeah, and I was going to say, like, the Oscars are nothing but sort of a roast. Like, the other people, I guess, had been roasting other actors throughout the evening, and I guess jokes had already been made at their expense uh, prior to this really triggering and hard G.I. Jane 2 joke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, extremely harsh and out of bounds. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, Something snapped in there, and... uh, hey we're talking about it that's right yeah yeah um yeah not a lot of sports going on in the last week or so aside from the ncaa tournament well it's just excitement it's just one of those things we can learn from where you can handle things in the right way or the wrong way you know and maybe this was not the right way to handle it you know like if you want to like get a massage and jizz on someone like you know, let them know or pay is like the right sure. way to handle it. Not sure, surprisingly, sure. or like if you're bringing a show on to join your group of other shows, like maybe don't like have a two hour long phone call on a Sunday night, and hold no, the new that, show hostage uh, for a while. That's a good point. On other, you know, like there's right or wrong ways. To yeah. Do like if you're going to jizz on somebody at the very yeah. least, you got to give them a heads up first. Yeah. You got to give them a heads up. Make sure they're cool the with least. it. And then you can. Yeah. And squirt. Jizz away. Yeah. That's that's uh Deshaun reference, right? I'm making these up. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Man. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, yeah, but. uh the best meme I've seen come out of this uh, was like the meme of the slap, obviously. And then like the tag being like when the 28 to three jokes just get to be too much. And it's like, I can relate. Yeah. Yeah. Those do make me want to slap a motherfucker. God um, damn it. But yeah, the, the takes runneth deep. Um, there were all over the place um wide variety of takes wide variety and i say i'm glad i'm glad i get to hear what everyone thinks i want to know <laughs> what everyone thinks i want <laughs> i want you to tell me your opinions on everything because you know I, how would i live my life if i don't hear about it yeah well it's important to you know like bend over backwards to find a way to like make this make this thing that happened about whatever your pet Mm -hmm. issue is Mm -hmm. find a way to finagle that so you can talk about how right like somehow life is is hard or or something this this happened because capitalism is um (laughs) corrupt says like whatever the thing is just somehow shoehorn that in there fire that off into the twitter machine and uh go to town which by the way the the bet the takes keep coming. I saw our, our good friend Alec Baldwin was getting oh his boy. two cents he, out he's there. He's weighing in. Yeah. <laughs> Glad he's weighing in. That's good. His whole thing was like, uh, 
I was I was watching it and I was thinking to myself like, where are the producers? Why are the producers not rushing in to help a person who just got uh, assaulted? Uh, I stand with you, Chris, or whatever. <laughs> Which he yeah. is kind of right. Like, what you know, no one stepped in to see what the fuck's going on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, better, better for. First of all, he should have just. Uh, again, we said it before. He needs to lay low. Yes, this is a lay low time for him, mm-hmm. and he can't. He doesn't seem able to do that. But second of all, mm-hmm. I guess it's better he said that than like, good, good for you, Will. Yeah, that right. Fucking asshole had it coming. <laughs> Always, always use violence. Always. <laughs> if it comes to it, get a gun. Get a gun with blanks. <laughs> Just scare them a little with blanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But that's your, that covers the Oscars. Uh, we went yeah. through the every in-depth detail of the Oscars for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can't. I, that's all. That's all I really think anyone's going to remember about these Oscars. Yeah, um, that's probably that's fine. But um, I also uh, moving away from Oscars. I do want to. I want everyone to pour one out wherever you are. Pour out a bit of the beverage you're drinking for the uh, St. Peter's Peacocks mm-hmm. after uh, their magical yeah. run. They finally lost to UNC. Uh, the Tar Heels got them. And Jersey strong forever. Jersey City stay. Make it yours, as the sign says, in, by my apartment. Run, baby, run. Run, yeah. baby, run. Yeah. They had a hell of a run. They still, you know, they stole America's hearts. Everybody was hopping on the peacock bandwagon wagon all across this great nation. Um, there are a scrappy bunch of oddballs and weirdos. And <laughs> they, they, they almost, you know, pulled off. I mean, they had a magical run. So just to make it the elite eight was awesome. But now the, the conspiracy that the NCAA mm-hmm. has set up here for Mike Krzyzewski to win a national championship in his final season. And now they've set it up so they can beat North Carolina to make it to the national championship game. It's all coming together perfectly. The the first time Duke and Carolina have played each other in an NCAA tournament. uh, Yeah. Ever. Which, which that I believe so. Yes. I definitely under Krzyzewski, but I think it's like all time. I think it's all time. And that they've played, you know, they've played each other like, obviously like almost 300 times Mm -hmm. in their history you know but they've never once played each other in an ncaa tournament so that's insane Uh, my spell is working here (laughs) (laughs) my my cauldron in downtown durham is finally starting to bubble with my witchy brew the Tar Heels ruined my goodbye at Cameron. I'm going to ruin them on national television at the tournament. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I got to say, uh, definitely going to be rooting for the Tar Heels. Yeah, this Absolutely. is an all Blue Bloods college basketball royalty Final Four, um, which... I don't know if it's going to go down that route. Let's yeah, let's make them all like four big programs. Yeah, 
I mean, I know I'm freaking fired up for this Duke Carolina game. Like it's yeah. in the past, I wouldn't necessarily, if I had other plans or something else going on be like, whatever, I'm not that locked into the final four, but like this weekend, I will be watching that game in its entirety because I feel like it's going to be spicy as hell. I think so too. I think it's, yeah, I think it could be great, but I also worry that <laughs> I think it would be awesome if like Carolina, Carolina just like blew them out. <laughs> yeah. If like the Tar Heels just come out and like smoke them, it would be like my dream kind of ending, which would be great. But yeah. I do, but in reality, I do hope it's a classic. I hope it's an all time classic. Let's just, yeah, let's make It'd it be fun. cool. I, I, Either would be cool, but I am also I am definitely rooting for a UNC blowout, and I think they're capable of it. Like, um, they they they're very good. Yeah, they're and they're hot yeah. at the right time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they seem they seem very hot right now. They just overwhelmed St. Peter's. Like that right. game was just never competitive, mm-hmm. basically from the very beginning. So they they seem to be firing on all cylinders right now. Right um but yeah it'll be it'll be interesting i think that game's on saturday saturday afternoon saturday evening saturday mm-hmm. evening after the uh kansas after the kansas villanova. villanova yeah um haven't get haven't really watched either any of villanova throughout this tournament but they're a good yeah. team man nova's just like rolling through um just kind of quietly doing their thing they got they got national championship experience under their belts with uh, Jay Wright as their coach, who's pulled it off before. Kansas is Kansas. They're good. They're not as good as other Kansas teams, but they're also kind of turning it on at the right time. Um, mm-hmm. That should be a good game, too. It's not one to sleep on. I mean, obviously, like the other one's way more sexy and interesting, but um, it's not one to sleep on. Also, Kansas has a guard named Remy Martin, which is uh, a great name. Great name. Great, great name, name. Great, great drink. Great. My, one of my favorite cognacs, you know. When I'm sure. sitting back we're, with a cigar and a cognac, guys. Yeah, big yeah. cigar cognac, guys. And Remy mm-hmm. Martin is the one I always reach for. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're not a Hennessy man or a Cavassier guy? Um, I dabble with all of them, but. Um, Remy is the preferred. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a Hennessy guy because mm-hmm. it's the. It's the Irish affiliated brand. Right. Um, so, but, but yeah, they're all good. You can't go wrong. Really. You can't go wrong with them. Just yeah, nothing like uh, getting a nice big glass of Remy, like on a hot summer yeah. day, like down at the, you're down at the beach and just want to cool off. Just pour that's what that, a little. <laughs> yeah. That drink, that's what that drink was created for. It wasn't meant to have a tiny sip of it after eating a large steak <laughs> dinner. Nope. No, it's meant to be drank by the glass full. Yeah, <laughs> out in the heat. Yeah, it's yeah. not an it's not an aperitif. That's like a no, no, no. People no, no, have no, done. No. You just like chug yeah. it. You just put one down. Yeah. No, I'm I'm gonna take a nice. I'm just gonna bring a whole bottle of Remy down to the shore as soon as it's warm out. Mm-hmm. Hottest day of the year. <laughs> big tall glass of Remy, and then just go right into the ocean and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you should definitely do that <laughs> i will but who you got of these four who do you guys think is gonna win it all mm. 
Um, let's see. So wait, we got Kansas, no Villanova, Duke, UNC. Fuck it. I'll I'll stick my neck out and say the Tar Heels are firing on all cylinders. They're peaking at the right time. They're gonna bring this thing home for Carolina, even though they're only an eight seed. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good pick. Um, I think I'm gonna put my neck on the line out here, and I think the winner is actually gonna be. Coach Kane, the Blue Devils, we're going to find a way to get this thing done under a spell or a setup. <laughs> but either way, they will steal yeah. this championship. Yeah. I, I'm going to I'm going to go Tar Heels based solely on. Uh, I mean, I know they're playing against St. Peter's, but that was a hot little uh, hot little number they're playing against and. They look real good. Tar Heels also beat some good teams on the way in. I think they beat Michigan State, and uh, I don't remember the other team they played, but it, it's like they, they, you know, they've looked good. They've beaten Duke. They have the ability to do it. Um, it does feel very set up for Duke. Um, if I'm being honest, though, like I, I know I said Duke. I was just kind of joking around, but – if I if I had to put maybe money on it, I might go with Villanova out of the blue because no one's talking about them. I have seen them play. They destroyed my Tennessee Vols back in the day uh, earlier in the season. Uh, I do think they're a really good team. So that's my real answer. I think Nova. I think all the everyone's going to pay attention to this, but I think the winner's coming out from the other Final Four side. Yeah. Okay. Hey. It's, I have to say, so far, March Madness has absolutely lived up to its name. Yep. And uh, before we get off it, I do want to complain about one thing. I feel like I complain about it yearly when it comes to March Madness or college football. Can we start doing the national championship games on a fucking weekend and not Monday Seriously. at like nine o'clock yeah. at night? Because I'm not going to be able to watch the national championship game. I work early and I'm not going to stay up for it. Um and that's yeah, that it sucks it sucks so much ass mm-hmm. like this the football national championship this year i was like i had to be at work at 6 a.m the next day i was like yeah the fuck man yeah. it's a monday night come on what are you doing it's like there's no you're not competing with nba playoffs you're not competing with football you're not competing with basketball with, with uh baseball excuse me you could do like the fucking final four on a Friday night, do the national, do the natty on a Sunday afternoon. Everyone yeah. gets to see it. I mean, I know there's people that work on weekends too. I get it, but the vast majority of people work yeah. Mondays. It's also frustrating because in baseball or even in the NBA, it makes sense because it's like it's best of seven. So sure, of course, it might yes. fall on a weird night. But when it's just one game you're scheduling, it's like, yeah, why? Is that so the the final four is this Saturday and then the national champion, the final is on Monday, Monday. Yeah. And it's like a like, nine o'clock tip or something like that, or eight 30. It's like late. Why in the hell can't you just have them wait a few days and do it on Friday night or Saturday right. night? Exactly. 
that's my question too. Uh, it always annoys me. I don't understand. I know it's like a ratings thing, I'm sure, and like commercials or whatever, but it it sucks. It uh, it's annoying to me. Amen. Yeah. Think of yep. the student athletes who have to go to class, will you? You could maybe make a Monday <laughs> class if you played on the weekend. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm most concerned about is these student athletes <laughs> and their course load. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that that's going to be wrapping up. That's going to be fun and exciting. That Carolina Duke game is going to be a national must watch. Yeah, if you are yeah. listening to us and you you haven't watched any March Madness, you don't care about basketball, college basketball, whatever. Highly recommend just tune into this. Just tune into that that Duke Carolina game. It might be great. It, it's been a great tournament. I think it's going to be a good one. I have a feeling. I mean, because that's like that is such a huge and heated rivalry. Those schools hate each other with a yeah. fucking passion. And the last game they played, UNC embarrassed Coach K in his final game at. Like, it's just all the storylines are converging at the perfect time that I don't see how I could be wrong. And maybe it'll be a blowout one way or the other, but I just have a feeling that it's going to be a fucking all timer showdown. Either way, tuning in for just like the start of the game when like literally every single person in that arena is going to be amped to like a 10. It's going to be oh, insane God. in there, man. Like it's yeah. worth watching, even if the game sucks, but like watching yeah. the start of it and the oh, end, yeah. whatever the result is. Yeah. Not that this isn't totally relevant, but where is that game being played? Uh, That's a good question. Is it New Orleans? I think it's New Orleans. Like, whoo. Yeah. That's yeah. It's just, everything's coming together for just a beaut of a freaking game. Uh, that's going to be insane. Um, I'm just looking up to confirm the New Orleans thing because, I mean, that's that's going to be nuts because there's going to be so many fans from all over for those two teams because they have fans everywhere. If it, Like, yeah, yeah, it's in New Orleans. It's, yeah, that's what I thought. Holy shit, yeah. That's, yeah. that's going to be explosive. Yeah, because yeah. – yeah. In that town, you know those fans are going to be fully uh, lubricated, if you will, mm-hmm. pregame. Oh, yeah. There's lots of voodoo for me to tap into <laughs> here as well. The dark magic is powerful in this town. I have a meeting before the game with a witch doctor I know on Bourbon Street. <laughs> <laughs> Um. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna kind of miss Coach K if I'm being honest. It's so fucking yeah. weird. Such a weird guy. Yeah, he's a weird guy. It's he easy to make fun of. <laughs> Dark wizard character is pretty good. <laughs> um. But yeah, other than that. Uh... I'm psyched for that. I'm psyched. We're days away from start of the baseball season, which is most excellent. And yeah. Um, yeah. Hope springs eternal as a new baseball season uh, is upon us. 
Unless you're a fan of the Pirates, Orioles, Diamondbacks, Rockies. Anyone else? Mets. Uh, let's see. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah. The I'm Marlins. Yeah. Uh, even if you're in the Marlins. You have some hope because there is yeah. some. It's same with the Mets. Like, I'm, I'm being a dick, but. I read somewhere that Max Scherzer is going to be earning more this year than the entire Baltimore Oriole roster. That's cool. outrageous. And that that's baseball needs to get their shit together and get everybody on like, like make a salary floor or something. Yeah. Cause this shit is ridiculous that like some teams are spending like $275 million in payroll. And then there's a team that's spending like $30 million. Like what, what are we doing here guys? <laughs> yeah. They got to do cause yeah, it's, it's just not fair to uh because baltimore and pittsburgh i mean they've got real fan bases and Mm -hmm. i just feel bad for those guys yeah gals i'm okay with the pirates sucking because i do intend to drive down to pittsburgh to see a few games because they have one of the best if not the best ballpark in all of major league according to what people say that's what i want it's it's on my bucket list that's a great idea because that is an amazing stadium it's a three-hour yeah. drive from me where i am now so i am gonna make the trek down when the bravos are in town this summer for yeah, sure I'm sure get some cheap tickies oh yeah the pirates suck so much ass so that's why i'm thankful they're gonna be terrible but yeah. uh you know but they do have a fan base it it does suck for those fans um I do feel bad for fans of teams like that. Like, yeah, like the Orioles and stuff is just like, there's not a chance in hell. Like there's not, you can't even get excited for anything. Those are, those owners are just like hoarding money and not spending. Like you you could easily find someone who has the money and it's a profitable business that could just like make you competitive. And it's all cool stadiums, which sucks because Camden Yards is pretty cool. Like the, Pittsburgh Stadium's cool. Uh, Coors Field on Denver's like really. Yeah. I've actually been there, and it's like really nice. Um, it's like all these cool stadiums, and it's like cool facilities. And teams are terrible. Yeah. Why don't you just try a little bit? Mm-hmm. Just try a little bit. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's that's where I'm at sports wise. I I do see here that your your Tennessee Volunteers were named most annoying college football fan base. Yeah, there was a random, it was like some blog. This is not like a thing, but they, there was like a poll March Madness style thing done uh, of the most annoying fan bases. And my Vols finally won something. Um, they beat Ohio State in the championship for most annoying fans, which look, I get it. Tennessee fans are annoying. Um, yeah. But I, I, mean, wouldn't every- put them, I wouldn't put them at the top because the behavior doesn't, warrant it to me i feel like gator fans like florida gator fans are probably yeah. the worst in the sec yeah I, um, I i feel like florida fans are are pretty strongly hated yeah um i feel like clemson yeah, fans w- are also pretty fucking annoying nowadays mm-hmm. and um michigan yeah, Mich- i would put michigan michigan's up there for sure and like look no offense kevin but notre dame fans can I be was gonna say, I, buttoned up annoying ass people who live on what happened in the 1800s or whatever 
<laughs> I was going to say, I, I almost put them on that list because I was like, if I didn't like Notre Dame, I think I would find them to be one of the most annoying because it's almost it's not on this level but it's almost like a duke level yeah, thing yeah. where yeah. it's like a national fan base of people for this private school mostly constituted of people who uh didn't go there <laughs> and like mm-hmm. have either no connection or a distant connection like myself well, and they're they're always they always have the like well the academics are just so hard here that right. they could never you know like we actually have to go to class and you guys don't have to do that <laughs> yeah. uh, which is is true but um but that can be annoying uh, uh, but I don't even think I'd put Notre Dame at t- at the top I mean no. I don't know what Duke college football fans are like because they mostly suck in football but I know their basketball fans are extremely annoying. Yeah, like, I hate Kentucky basketball fans, but their football fans are, like, kind of fine. Like, they don't... Yeah. yeah, And I know they're, like, sort of good now, but they still haven't gotten there. Like, a team I have issue with their fans historically, and sorry to my buddy Derek, but Penn State, man, Penn State fans are, like, really grating on me. Like, they think they're hot shit, and it's like, you guys haven't... You haven't done anything good on the field or off the field uh, yeah, in a long know, time. That's, that's that one's that, there's some so much dark history. It's yeah. gotta be so hard to be a Penn State fan these days. Like, whoo, whoo, some bad stuff happened there. Yeah, bad mojo, bad mojo. And then the West yeah. Coast teams, I mean, we don't experience their fans as much, but I get the sense USC. If you're out yeah. on the West Coast, they're probably yeah. Up I could there. see that. I could see that. Yeah, because that's another well, yeah, like, that's... kind of snooty private school. And UCLA situation. as well, because like I think aren't, isn't UCLA like that's aren't they in... like we're better than USC? Like yeah, they even because... put themselves above. Well, yeah, because UCLA is in Brentwood, which is right. like one of the fancy schmancy neighborhoods of Los Angeles. So, uh, yeah. But without USC, we don't have. All the good films I love. <laughs> <laughs> what about their films? The fighting films. Yeah. But yeah, I like the know. West Coast teams, I don't really have that association. Like Oregon, like whatever. Uh, Washington, whatever. Um, even the yeah. Big 12 schools, like none of them really. I don't have visceral experiences with people yeah. that I can think of that are too over the top. Yeah, and it doesn't seem necessarily tied to performance because um, one school we haven't mentioned, Bama. Right. I mean, I don't. I hate their program, but I don't. I never found their fans especially obnoxious. No. Yeah, not any more so than any other SEC school. I find them, yeah, run of the mill like every other SEC school minus Florida because I do find Florida fans to be. I don't care for Florida. Yeah, Florida not cool. In my yeah, in my experience, going to SEC games and tailgates, they definitely stand out as maybe the most obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Like the Gator Chomp is annoying. Tim Tebow, all that it just stays. And you know, having gone to the swamp several times, it is just a bunch of like kids and people from your area right now, Kevin, who go down to school in Florida. And mm-hmm. you get a lot of that. 
mixed in with right. like the locals of Gainesville who are some of the <laughs> sweetest and classiest people. <laughs> um, yeah. That reminds me actually slight tangent, but I just randomly watched the Aaron Hernandez documentary that's on Netflix from like oh, two or three years ago. Yeah, that's insane, Woo! man. That's Woo! some dark shit. It's brutal. Woo! Good Lord. That yeah. guy had a fucked up life and did some extremely dumb shit. Oh, yeah. Like, like, you know, just if anybody out there is thinking about committing a murder, you know, don't do it like basically in your backyard. Um, <laughs> if you're smoking a blunt while you do it, don't leave the blunt roach directly next to the body of the guy you just murdered. Jimmy, don't give um, away all the secrets of your book. <laughs> if I did it, part two, it's a sequel to OJ's book. If I did it. Jimmy wrote. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're gonna have to read the book. That's just a little um, taste. It's a little taste for you guys. If I did a part two, it's gonna be available <laughs> on Amazon um, next month. So check it out. But yeah, that guy was fucked up and and also yeah, it's dumb. brutal. I, I still can't believe I still can't believe OJ Simpson wrote that book. And everyone was like, if I did, <laughs> cool with it. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> But yeah, that documentary is very dark. It is very, it's 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 tough watch. Yeah, tough. it's sad. I mean, you do you feel bad for him mm-hmm. to a certain degree because he's just like child of abuse, so fucked up. Yeah, yeah. just goddamn. But, um, anywho, <laughs> he had it, some good times in Gainesville. Yeah, and those fans are still the most annoying. Um, yeah. And this is all college football that we're speaking to be clear because basketball is a whole different. That would, that would be Duke by a Duke long was shot. definitely. Uh, yeah. Duke, Kentucky, UCLA are my probably top three in that for sure. But yeah. Um, but yeah. Otherwise uh, I think it's kind of everything going on. NBA's yeah. wrapping up playoffs are approaching our beloved Atlanta Hawks continue to be Jekyll and Hyde's. They're over 500. Mm. They're going to be in a play-in game, uh, which isn't ideal, but, you know, they've had a lot of injuries. They've had COVID to deal with. Um, so better where they are now so they don't have to play the Nets because avoid them at all costs. But So they're, they're in a play-in game? Yeah, they're 10th right now. Okay. Um... So they can still make the playoffs but they'd have to win a couple games. Speaking of long shot bets, I made a long shot bet a while ago for Trey Young to win MVP. Mm. What do you think my chances are? Not good. He's having an amazing season, but he's not even in the conversation. Yeah. yeah. Well, that makes sense. It's, I bet $5 and I would win uh, over 2000 So. Yeah. If the Hawks weren't just a single game over 500, then he'd probably be more in the conversation, but for sure, the team has just has just been too inconsistent. Yeah, what it's they, like they have, sorry, they have they seven have games like 10, left. Seven games left. Okay, yeah. so yeah, yeah, it's and I'll it's be watching that playing game. They're super frustrating because like they'll beat Golden State one day and then lose to the Pistons the next. Then they'll beat the Bucks and lose to the Hornets. And it's just like, what the fuck, guys? Just yeah, get up for every game. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's weird because Nate McMillan seemed to like 
flip a switch for that team last yeah. year and this year it's like dude maybe is it coaching because i feel like you should be able to beat the teams you're better than it's a lot of injuries john collins has been out for the last like month and he might not come back the rest of the season with uh mm. kind of a semi-broken foot um so it's not ideal it's not totally on nate i i'd still mm-hmm. give nate a little bit more give him another year for sure yeah um because in covid at the beginning of the year killed them well, not literally, uh, but it really like fuck them up. Their rotations were all bad. Everyone was sick, but, but yeah, we're approaching the playoffs. So that'll be fun. And uh, yeah, other than that, the Island boys, some dickheads on TikTok are rooting for the Falcons. So that's a bad sign. Those oh, kids yeah. from Florida are rooting for the Falcons. Yeah. They're like Marcus Mariota. They're gonna play off no matter what, and it's like, oh boy, that's a as one of the meme one of the meme Instagrams I follow. It's like, well, zero and seventeen for the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, guys. And that'll hurt less than seeing that video of those idiots saying that. Yeah, yeah I, my brief true. tenure on TikTok, they were pretty heavily featured. I haven't really seen or heard about the Island Boys in a while. I only learned about them maybe you know right 10 minutes before we started recording when i looked who the fuck are the island boys because mm-hmm. they were talking about the falcons my understanding they're two cuban-american twins from florida yeah that's it i've moved on my obsession is now solely on hasbula the dagestani mm. oh the little guy little guy who's yeah. mini khabib um if you haven't um checked out hasbula um i highly recommend following like his six accounts on instagram he um he's a little person who likes to fight people or if you follow complex or complex sports they'll force it on you whether you want to know about it or not that's how i know about him or barstool or barstool yeah and i happily accept it it's one of the few joys um left in this world and also, like, speaking of, to bring it full circle, Will Smith's lucky that that wasn't Hasbulla on that stage that he tried to kill <laughs> because yeah. he'd probably be missing a digit right now, you know? <laughs> he'd just bite a finger right off. <laughs> <laughs> Which is always an option if someone's going to slap you. Chomp the yeah. fuck out of that hand. <laughs> Start chomping why not i don't understand these rules of like you can't bite who says who yeah yeah exactly i got a good set of teeth right here ready to chomp (laughs) (laughs) and with that it's gonna wrap it up for another classic episode of the sports lords uh we'll be back next week with another app uh we'll be talking we'll see if Marie Laveau helped out Coach K down in New Orleans <laughs> with their voodoo spell. I'm going to all the haunted houses of New Orleans. We'll be seeing if that how that plays out. We'll be definitely talking about that. And uh, yeah, other bullshit that happens. Hopefully more celebrities assault each other. And uh, we'll talk about that. And uh, have a great week, everyone. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Coach K. Blash.